0: Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of the Home Depot Inc, ticker symbol HD. So currently, Home Depot is trading for $284.03 per share. Over the past year, their stock price has declined by 23%. Going back five years, the Home Depot is compounding at a rate of 12% annually. Over 10 years, their stock price is compounding at a rate of 16.5% annually. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the past nearly 18 years, The Home Depot stock price has compounded at 11.5% annually. Keep in mind that this is not including the dividends that the company pays out, and currently they're paying out a 2.6% dividend yield, which is well above that of what an S&P 500 ETF would be yielding right now. So Home Depot is only trading about $20 over their 52-week low. They're down very significantly from their 52-week high. Even being near their 52-week low, they are a very large business. They have a nearly $291 billion market cap, making them one of the largest retailers in the world. For more background about the company, Home Depot is the world's largest home improvement specialty retailer, operating more than 2,300 warehouse format stores, offering more than 30,000 products in-store, and 1 million products online in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Its stores offered numerous building materials, home improvement, lawn and garden, and decor products and provide various services including home improvement installation services and tool and equipment rentals. The acquisition of distributor Interline Brands in 2015 allowed Home Depot to enter the maintenance, repair, and operations business, which has been expanded through the tie-up with HD Supply in 2020. The addition of the company's store brought textile exposure to Home Depot's lineup. The Home Depot Inc. was incorporated in 1978 and is based in Atlanta, Georgia. For our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the select six analysis, taking a checklist-style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Home Depot based off of their business fundamentals. This analysis is an evolving process. It will continue to improve and get better over time, and it serves as an opportunity to learn in public. So with that said, let's get right into today's analysis. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. So the reasons for this are that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital and that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is going to return approximately what its underlying business returns and these business returns are captured by return on capital. So by looking for businesses that are earning 14% average returns on capital or greater, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. Home Depot's average returns on capital blow most other businesses completely out of the water. Over the last five years, their lowest returns dropped to only 43% annually, which is still six times better than that of an average business. Averaged out over this time, Home Depot was earning about 49% average returns on capital, which is seven times better than that of an average business and three and a half times better than the metric we're looking for. This is a massive check to start off on metric number one. Home Depot earns very, very high returns on capital. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high-level overview of the cash coming into the business. So we want their revenues, earnings, and free cash flows to have grown over the last five years. This metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are going to be up for a check, or if even one of them is down, this entire metric will be an X. So over this time, Home Depot's revenues, including up until today, are up by more than 55%. Their earnings have also more than doubled. Their free cash flows haven't quite experienced the same growth as their earnings, but they are up slightly, including their last 12 months of performance. And so overall, all three of these are up. This is another check here on metric number two. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at Home Depot on a per share basis. So we wanna see earnings per share growth over the last five years. So as we learned in our previous metric, their earnings have more than doubled over this time and their earnings per share are actually up at a rate that's even faster than this. And that's because Home Depot has repurchased about 12% of their shares outstanding over the last five years alone. This is important because when you buy a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in this underlying business. And so when a business repurchases shares by buying back their stock, they're decreasing the number of shares that they have outstanding, which increases your ownership percentage in the business and increases the percentage of the business's profits that you're entitled to. So it's almost as if the Home Depot was making an acquisition of itself over this time. We wanna see businesses that buy back shares when their business is trading below its intrinsic value. Not only has Home Depot's earnings increased over this time as a long-term shareholder in the business, your percentage of those earnings would have increased as well. This is a one-two punch that leads to excellent results over time. They've managed to very rapidly grow their earnings per share over this time. And this is another check on metric number three. We are perfect through our first three metrics so far. Next up, metric number four is very similar. Here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. So again, their free cash flows are up slightly over this time and Home Depot has bought back about 12% of their shares. So their free cash flows per share are up as well this is a check on metric number four we're still perfect four for four through our first four metrics also there are a couple of things worth noting here one is that over extended periods of time meaning 10 plus years we ideally want a company's earnings and free cash flows to be roughly the same this would seem to be the case with only slight variation here for home depot so this is potentially indicative of appropriate accounting for the business However, that's just a very high-level, rough generalization, and you'd really want to dig in and understand more of their accounting methods in depth if that was something that you're potentially questioning for this business. Also, their strong per-share growth coupled with their very high returns on capital is potentially one of the signs of Home Depot being a truly wonderful business. There are some other signs you would want to be on the lookout for as well, but this is definitely a very important one for long-term capital appreciation. Next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing leverage. We want their net debt, which is long and short-term liabilities minus cash and short-term investments to be below the amount of free cash flow that Home Depot has produced over the past five years. So at the end of last year, Home Depot had approximately $44 billion in net debt and currently they have just under $47 billion in net debt. So on an absolute basis, that is a large amount of debt. However, over the past five years, Home Depot has brought in more than $62 billion in free cash flow. So relative to the debt that Home Depot employs in their business, they're earning plenty of cash flow to be able to pay all of this off and then some. So it looks like Home Depot would be appropriately levered here. This debt is also likely taking into account their real estate leases. And so in reality, Home Depot would probably be on an even better economic footing than much reflected here, but it's still looking good on metric number five. This is another check here, and we are still perfect. Five checks and no Xs through our first five metrics. Then our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want Home Depot's average free cash flows to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will give us a slight risk premium to the rate of the 10-year treasury and potentially give us another reason to be interested in Home Depot as a business. So we're using their total enterprise value here because it's gonna give us a better picture of the economic reality of the business than their market cap will alone. By taking into account both their market cap and their net debt position, it'll give us a perspective that's more similar to as if Home Depot were a private company. Currently, Home Depot has a $337 billion total enterprise value. And we learned that in the past five years, Home Depot has produced more than $62 billion in free cash flow, which means that in an average year, Home Depot is producing about $12.4 billion in free cash flow. So when we divide their $12.4 billion of their average free cash flows, by their 337 and $400 million total enterprise value. That gives us an average free cash flow to enterprise value yield of approximately 3.7%. So on an average basis, that's coming in just a little bit below where the rate of the 10-year treasury is at right now. And that's also below that 5% benchmark we were looking for. This means that this is gonna be our first and only X today on metric number six, as it looks like the business's abilities to produce free cash flows is not giving us the risk premium we desire in their valuations today. Worth noting too, is that over their last 12 months, their free cash flows have come down a bit from where they've been at historically. So Home Depot has produced about $10.8 billion in free cash flow over their last 12 months. So to get a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the company, when we divide their $10.8 billion of their last 12 months of free cash flow, by their $337 billion total enterprise value, that gives us approximately a 3.2% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Again, that's down from what their five year average is. And so that's just something you'd wanna be aware of as well. Then here we're taking a look at Home Depot's dividend profile. So currently Home Depot pays out approximately a 2.6% dividend yield, which is higher than that of what an S&P 500 ETF is paying out right now. However, people make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividend yields. So it's important to stop and consider whether a business's dividends are healthy and supported by either their earnings or their cash flows, depending on the business. In Home Depot's case, we want their dividends to be supported by their cash flows. And you wanna make sure that the business's other fundamentals are looking healthy as well. So in all five of these years, Home Depot has increased their dividends per share. They've also grown their cash flows per share by a pretty healthy amount over this time as well. And in all five of these years, they've had more than enough cash flow to healthily and pretty sustainably support this dividend. It looks like some of the potential growth that they experienced in their dividend may not be as likely going forward, but based off their cash flows, the company does look like it'll be able to continue raising their dividend payments, likely keeping these pretty healthy and sustainable going forward into the future. Then here we're using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for Home Depot. So starting with their current free cash flows per share and then using historical growth assumptions based off of Home Depot's abilities to grow their free cash flows over the past 30 years and then projecting their free cash flows from today out over the next 20 years using those historical growth assumptions. Those are assumptions that you need to confirm for yourself whether or not those are accurate and applicable potentially going forward for the business. So assuming a growth stage over the next 10 years where Home Depot grows their free cash flows by a rate of 13% annually. And then assuming a stage over the next 10 years out after that, so projecting 20 years out into the future in total, where their growth falls in half, and they're growing at a rate just under 6.5% annually, then we're not adding in their tangible book value because that's going to be skewed by the way that the accounting is done for for Home Depot's pretty sizable share buybacks recently. If we were looking for a 10% rate of return going out in the future 20 years for Home Depot... Then it looks like a fair value for the business today would be approximately $234 per share. That's about $50 below where their current share price is right now. Keep in mind that again, this is based off these assumptions that you need to do your own homework on, and that this and that this rate of return would be including their dividend yield. So based off these same historical assumptions from today's prices, it looks like you could reasonably expect about an 8% rate of return going forward from Home Depot with those same caveats. Also, please be aware that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered financial and legal professionals. So in summary, Home Depot checks the box on five out of six of our metrics. The company earns extremely high returns on capital, especially relative to average businesses. They've experienced very strong revenues, earnings, and free cash flow growth over the last five years, and they've repurchased about 12% of their shares outstanding. So they've had very strong per share metric growth as well. Then it looks like the business is appropriately using leverage relative to their free cash flows. So by employing modest amounts of leverage in their business, coupling that with their very high returns on capital and their strong per share growth. Those are all potentially signs of Home Depot being a truly wonderful business. So all of those metrics related to those were strong checks. However, our only X today came when we were looking at their average and their current free cash flows and comparing that to their total enterprise value yield. So those were both giving us yields that were slightly below that of the yield of the 10-year treasury. So it would seem that Home Depot is being appropriately priced by the market right now and that their free cash flows are not potentially giving us the risk premium that we would ideally be looking for out of equities. Then looking at their dividend profile, their dividends seem to be in pretty healthy shape. It's well supported by their cash flows and they've managed to grow their dividend payouts and their free cash flows by quite a bit over the last five years with what would seem to be a pretty healthy margin to spare for potential sustainable dividend growth going forward. Then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Home Depot using historical growth assumptions, which you need to determine for yourself whether or not they're accurate and applicable for Home Depot going forward. That if you were looking for a potential 10% rate of return from Home Depot, that you'd have to wait for the business's stock price to fall to about $234 per share. So the last time Home Depot was around those valuations was back in May of 2020. They actually went well below that during their March of 2020 COVID-19 pandemic lows. So there is the potential that the business would get there, especially during some sort of extreme market dislocation. From today's valuations, it looks like you could reasonably expect about an 8% rate of return if those historical growth assumptions would hold true for the business. And again, those are just used to give an estimated baseline going forward. There are a multitude of reasons why it's not potentially likely that those would exactly hold true over the next 20 years. Then, it's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice, it's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security, and before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered financial and legal professionals. Instead, this type of analysis serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about Home Depot going forward. So, if you're interested in learning more about Home Depot, one resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about Home Depot is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community articles on different stocks, but over the past little while they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's own algorithm. You can also see earnings call transcripts investor presentations sec filings and press releases all in one place you can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level you can get unlimited access to seeking alpha articles and you can tailor your reading experience based on the type of investor you are you can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis and you can also import your portfolio into Seeking Alpha's dashboard to make researching easier. And if all of that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 99 bucks. That's only $0.27 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. So normally premium is $239 and they're currently running a general offer for $119. But if you use my link, it's only 99 bucks. So check it out if you're interested. There are other free resources that I can direct you to to do more research if you're interested as well. Just let me know and leave me a comment down below if you're interested in those. So as a value investor, you're ultimately trying to conduct this deeper research as if you're going to own 100% of the business and you can truly understand the underlying essence of the company, knowing what's important and what's not and what matters and what doesn't going forward for the business. Through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of the business. And you'll come to a point where you can determine for yourself what a potentially appropriate intrinsic value for the Home Depot would be going forward. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of the Home Depot Inc, ticker symbol HD. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Home Depot with me and have a great day.